The internet is a big dumpster. Welcome to the Plex. We do the show live every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific right here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia, and uh, simulcasting to other places that do not fucking matter. You can support this project like people are doing um, in the chat right now uh, with gift subs, uh, subs, and bits via Twitch. Also, uh, just go to the website, echoplexmedia.com, hit the support tab, and find other ways to give us money directly or buy some motherfucking merch. Our merch is great. I'm producer Dave. You can find me on Grinder, and this is this is what the people want. I don't hate the cops. Oh, there's a person inside when the truncheon stops. Oh, don't hate the cops. Oh, when the raiders come, who will protect the shops? Don't hate the cops. They're a sensitive bunch. If you don't stop throwing your rocks, snap, crackle, pop. It's the sound of a taser. Your body drops. Don't hate the cops. Don't hate the cops, don't hate the cops Don't hate the cops 
like your local police Cause they don't do nothing wrong like your local police Got rid of the corruption and the racism is gone They've been keeping the peace Keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls Got a cure for your social disease Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops something comes to me uh, via discord in our um, plex channel in discord and i don't know where to put it It doesn't really fit in with the rest of the show so i either put it in red light or sometimes i put it first and in this case i put it first i'd like to present everyone with colossal man colossal man strength level 10 vision 9 weakness Porn? Well, wow, that's uh, right out there. So? What if, like, a, a bad guy reads this? Remember what happened last time? Right, that was a disaster. Despite all that training I did with the human bat. Do we call him that because we can't say Batman? Yeah, we can't say Batman. That <laughs> wasn't training. You just wore a blindfold. And got your butt kicked. Dude, super hearing? Well, remember when you fought Genghis Khan? Yeah. And Evil Bob? Evil Bob? Yeah. And when you stepped on Dolores' cat? Hey, Cat Lady is a legitimate superhero. And so is her cat. Sure, buddy, keep rolling with that. But for the 15th time, that's Catman's mom. Her name is Dolores. Well, hello, she makes the best butterscotch macarons in the city. Anyways... Porn used to really affect you. You'd be out of it for days while Hamster Man was out saving the city. <laughs> what the fuck is this? That was sort of a career low point. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I had to get porn out of my life, but nothing I tried on my own worked. I tried cold turkey, disgusting. I tried freezing showers, not my hottest moment. I even worked overtime. <laughs> yeah, you arrested your own mother for jaywalking. Hey, guys! Also, don't forget, you tried a whole bunch of filters and firewalls, too, but those just weren't enough. Especially for me. I'm impervious to fire and walls. And you can just turn them off. Filters aren't a solution. They're a tool to help along the journey. But alone, they can't create lasting change. Yep, the filters, the firewalls, even all that training with the human bat, none of it worked. Because in the end, I was always by myself, and they never allowed me to confront the root of the problem. Eventually, the temptation would get too strong, and I just never had the willpower to keep going. Trying to quit porn alone was like trying to climb a ladder in a giant hamster ball. 
I needed more. I needed someone I could trust to hold me accountable. I needed an ally. Dude, exactly. <laughs> you needed the wingman. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? That's why I love the Victory app from Covenant Eyes. It's more than just a filter. Screen accountability lets you see what <laughs> I see. And knowing that... Oh, God. The oh, my God. Oh, my God. Think of it. Um, there are bad actors right now uh, who are building exploits for this. Like 100%, there are people out there uh, building exploits for this. Covenant Eyes was a game changer. I could finally help you in a tangible way. I knew when to reach out, what to talk about, the notifications, the extra content, and everything else. After that, I could also see like you, somebody using this app in the opposite way. <laughs> you know? More guessing. I was just glad to have you as my ally. With you on my team, I started making better decisions on day one. And over time, our conversations helped me go longer and longer without looking. With each meeting, I felt stronger. Eventually, it just got easier to resist. And I was finally able to quit porn for good. Yeah, man. Porn is a human problem, and Covenant Eyes gives us a human solution. Actually seeing what you saw, it's, it's like you're right there with me when I need you most. With porn. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. Look at porn with your partner, I suppose. Out of my life, my relationship with Jen started getting better, our family life improved, and you rocketed back to the number one hero in Victory City. Yes! Even the strongest heroes in the world can struggle with porn. Not only does Covenant Eyes help me be a better hero, but a better husband, father, and friend. If you're really ready to quit porn, stop stumbling around with a blindfold on, team up with an ally, and let accountability restore your superpowers. Try Covenant Eyes today. Sifu? 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 What? Uh, this is stupid. Good. Very good. It's copyright infringement. It's gotta be. So that's just going to be like the number one porn sharing app, right? People are not going to use it like for accountability to stop looking at porn. People are going to be like, I think I have a pretty solid uh, porn intake. Um, friend, you can add me on this. There's going to be people on there like, what do you mean I can only have uh, one person following me on this? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Anyway, I just didn't know where to put that, so we put it first. I figured we needed something fun at the beginning. Here is, um, you can imagine this, our, our next clip is uh, from Fox News, and they're not happy that other networks were not showing uh, the victory speech, Trump's victory, Iowa victory speech, and, uh, well, here's a bunch of fucking people. I think I recognize one of them on the left is Brett Baer. Last thing on the media, uh, Molly, you know, Howie's piece uh, struck by a couple of networks choosing not to take the former president's victory speech in Iowa, saying they uh, have to adhere to the truth. You know, if we just roll back the clock to the Russia uh, coverage and the all of that, uh, it is a bit rich. It's actually a really big issue that people no longer trust corporate media because of how they handled things during the Trump administration and how they're handled. <laughs> that was just Rachel Maddow burning her career down. It wasn't like a broader trend. This next one's really weird. Here's the Illinois governor uh, talking about uh, Donald Trump's victory in, um, in Iowa in a really kind of a, a dumb way. Joining us now from Des Moines is J.B. Pritzker. He's the governor of Illinois. He's an advisor to the Biden-Harris campaign. And he's in the catbird seat tonight for the Biden-Harris campaign, watching what's happening in Iowa. Governor, it's great to see you. Thank you so much for being here with us tonight. Great to be with you, Rachel. So we had a quick call tonight, a quick projection from our network and indeed from other networks that Donald Trump was going to be the winner. Looks like he is going to be the overwhelming winner tonight in the Iowa Republican caucuses. Uh, from your perch as an advisor to the Biden-Harris campaign and as a Democratic governor in Illinois, what's your reaction to that news? Well, I think Joy had it right. Almost half of the base of the Republican Party showing up for this caucus tonight voted against Donald Trump. 
Think about that. I mean, this is the Wait, what? famous Republican. He's the guy who, you know, basically built the modern Republican Party, the MAGA Republican Party that Democrats are running against. And half the people in that party didn't vote for Donald Trump. So I think that is telling. It tells you the weakness of Donald Trump what? and also the opportunity for Democrats. Well, he blew out the closest opponent by 30 points. In the end, look, uh, if the base doesn't turn out for Donald Trump in the general election enthusiastically and Democrats turn out its base, this is all about, you know, independents and independents don't like Donald Trump. So I think we're in a pretty good uh, place tonight to, to, to see what's happening on the Republican side. Uh, if Donald Trump, in fact, is the uh, uh, winner tonight and able to win in New Hampshire and in South Carolina, probably the race is over. But the truth is that all of these candidates are running as sort of mini-me Trump Republicans. Uh, they all have exactly the position that you mentioned earlier, six-week uh, six ban on abortion. Uh, they want a national abortion ban. The Republican Party is standing against working families. And Donald Trump is representative of, I think, everything that is wrong with the uh, current environment in politics. All right. I like Chicago. Chicago's a cool town, but Illinois, your governor's, governor's a fucking idiot. What do you mean he's weak? He blew out. He blew everybody out. He almost got more votes than everybody else combined. That's a blowout. Like that does not show that he's weak. And when uh, some when these other people drop, I bet more than half of their voters are going to go over to Trump. And so the next time, because uh, Vivek dropped out, so like the nine people that would have voted for him in uh, South Carolina are all going to vote for Trump now. Like, come on. So, here's the Iowa governor talking about uh, just win, baby, just win. Governor, I, when I spoke to Nikki Haley this morning at a diner, I love talking to people in yeah. diners, by the way. You should do this again at a diner. I know, but me too. One of the things I, I learned from her is that, look, um, if, if it comes down to, to Donald Trump as the nominee, I'll support him, I'll support whoever our nominee is. Do you share that view? Does the governor, Governor DeSantis, share that view? Well, I don't, you'll have to ask Governor DeSantis that, but I've made it clear that I will. I'm a Republican, and, you know, all of the candidates running are going to be better Even than what we have. all the stuff he said about yeah, you? Well, because, you know, we've got to, put, we've got to win. We, I mean, we are a resilient people. This country is in trouble. Look at the southern border. I talked border. to a lot of people at that diner, Governor, oh. and said, no, this isn't worth it. To go to Trump? No. Yeah, well, I mean, people are going to make, I just think, too, when you look at Fox the is trying so hard for it not to be Trump. Fox don't want it to be Trump, but it's Trump. I mean, I believe it's going to be Ron. So yeah. uh, I believe our best But if it were Trump shot. and Biden, you, the governor, yes, Biden, a very popular I'm on, governor, I'm would I'm on go. record saying that um, and consistently saying that. I'm a Republican. And we need to not, we need to make sure that we don't reelect uh, President Biden for another four years. We're God, Fox is trying so hard to get all these people to turn on Trump because uh, most of the people of Fox don't like Trump. And uh, these people are just not going to turn on Donald Trump. They're, they're, the people at Fox don't, don't have any kind of pull with anybody, actually. So here's a bit of an interview, I suppose, with some people at a Trump event. And uh, I think these people might actually be right. Um, I don't like the thing that they're right about, but they might be right. Would you rather have four years of Donald Trump as a dictator or four years of President Biden reelected? You, you know, you don't have to like the words that come out of the man's mouth, but sometimes in life we all need a good paddling from the principle to, to set our life on the right track. What? And this country does need a little bit of that. person Trump wants to paddle is Ivanka. Paddling. I mean, I was a problem child growing up and it took a good leadership to set me straight so I, I think our country does need some of that so I, I hands down believe people wanted it four years ago three years ago so but they didn't vote that way right I don't know about that you, you think it was a stolen election? Oh, without a doubt. The other we, day we Donald Trump said on his first day he's going to be a dictator for a day. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that. Would you rather have Donald Trump as a dictator for four years or re-elect Joe Biden for four years? I would rather have Donald Trump. I'd like to see the repeal of the Roosevelt law so that he can be a president for a lot more than four years. But we, this country, needs a dictator. I hate to say that, but it's the truth. 
What the fuck? Donald Trump said in a speech that on day one for a day, he would be a dictator. What do you think of that? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know. Would you rather have four years of Donald Trump as a dictator or four years of Joe Biden as a president? Trump. As a dictator? Maybe. <laughs> would you rather have four years of uh, Donald Trump as a dictator or four years of Joe Biden as a president? Donald Trump all the way. Even as a dictator? Yes, yes. Even coming out of Slovakia? Yes, yes. Would you rather have four years of Donald Trump as a dictator or four years of Joe Biden as a president? You know, we have a dictator currently, so. Yes, we do. That's what these people want, yeah. They're, those people are all like, they're not, I don't like what they're saying, but they're right. That's what, the, that's what these, that's what, not everybody, but that's what enough people want. And it's like crazy. It's crazy, but whatever, whatever. Up next on Fox and Friends, the deuce is loose, and he is saying shit about Donald Trump, which is weird, because Steve Ducey, the only person at Fox News dumber than Steve Ducey is Brian Kilmeade, but he's saying some shit about Donald Trump here. World events are selling this president. Ultimately, so it, then, then it becomes a binary choice. It's very clear where each of the guys stands. You like all of this? That's your guy. You like all of that? That's your guy. But don't and a lot of people person, don't like one of the right. guys. But don't hate the person because they don't agree with you. That's his point. And people like, are sick of, yeah, first right. of censorship. Now they're looking at your bank account to determine what you're buying at a sporting goods store. Well, that, as Brooke said, that was during the Trump administration. Yeah, so. but it wasn't Trump no, doing it. Was, it was the Treasury Department uh, pushed forward by the investigation arm of the Treasury. It was separate from Trump. You know, you tell me Trump was looking at Trump. They're investigating no, no, January 6th. I, I'm just saying it was during the Trump years, part of the executive branch. But part of, part of like what we're trying to find out is why the FBI was going after the, the then president. What was going on? It seems like our our FBI and even the CIA. Imagine getting, imagine having Ducey fucking correct you about like a timeline of world events. Looking into our current president more than we're looking into outside threats. Mm -hmm. Then, then the current president, now the former president. And all these people that are throwing Donald Trump in court this year, they're all Democrats. They're, they're throwing whatever they can. All these people are throwing Donald Trump in court this year. They're all Democrats. Uh, I don't think that's true. The one that's going to stick is probably Georgia. And to stop this man. And America's getting tired of it because we see what this is supposed to be a free country. You're supposed to buy something at a store and not have the federal government looking through your bank account. Well, to their point, what? it is they're being attacked by extension of Donald Trump. So because you agree with the former president, exactly. because you said they're going to exactly. go after you as well. They went after the Tea Party. Yeah. All right. Coming up. They went after the Tea Party. What the fuck? What the what the, that was all like why the fuck was steve ducey the voice of reason in any conversation so crazy i think he just does it by accident he doesn't really know what he's talking about most of the time but uh that time he uh he was like ah but wait a minute your timeline seems a little weird here uh this wasn't under, this wasn't under. <laughs> fucking idiots god damn it all right here's the former guy uh he's just gonna confuse the different women he doesn't like just confused. Just a confused old man. Never reports the crowds, you know. By the way, they never report the crowd on January 6th. You know, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, you know, they, did you know they destroyed all of the information, all of the evidence, everything, deleted and destroyed all of it, all of it, because of lots of things. Like Nikki Haley is in charge of security. We offered her 10,000 people. So... The person they want to claim is in charge was in charge of capital security was uh, Nancy Pelosi. But the thing is, it's not really that's not really the case. It's like the speaker's office's responsibility, but they delegate that to somebody. It's not like the fucking the speaker of the house is there like handling the day to day operations of security of the capital. They uh, delegate that. That is just their job as the speaker of the house. Probably to just hire somebody to do it. <laughs> this guy, he's like just getting them all confused. He's like, ah, oh, they all look the same to me. They all look the same to me. But don't worry, everybody. He's only pretending that he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He uh, actually has a keen grasp on reality and is just playing a fucking game with you and with me. Here, here's him telling you that. 
But I don't do it because what they do is if I'm sarcastic or like I, a lot of times I'll say, and President Obama is doing a lousy job, meaning that Obama is running the show. They'll say, Donald Trump doesn't know who our president is. No, no. Because cognitively, you know, I don't know if you saw it, but a few months ago, I took a cognitive test. My doctor gave me, I said, give me a cognitive test just so we can, you know, because you oh, give me a cognitive test. Get the fuck out of here. What does that even mean? You know what the standards were. And I aced it. I also took. How do you ace a cognitive test? What does that mean? What is it? Like, if you ask, like, I fucking don't believe in IQ or whatever. It's a dumb fucking, it's phrenology, basically. But what would this guy tell you his IQ is? When I was in, but I also took one when I was in the White House. No, I'll let you know when I go bad. I really think I'll be able to tell you because someday we go bad. But, you know, I've had, and they always. No, there are some people who live to a ripe old age and never, like, they slow down a little bit. But they never actually lose their uh, faculties to reason. We don't all, that doesn't happen to everybody. Like Haley. She talks about, yeah, we don't need 80-year-old. Well, I don't mind being 80, but I'm 77. That's a big difference. Big difference. But I have... Well, no, it's not a big difference. It's three years. That's like not a big difference. Just a few percent. <laughs> 77 and 80. Not a big difference, friend. He's the ultimate math nerd, though. What do I know? <clears throat> Up next, we got a... Here's a... The former guy talking to uh, Maria Bartiromo about uh, U.S. relations with uh, Taiwan. This this one's a little weird. The U.S. help defend Taiwan if it means going to war with China. Well, I don't want to say it because if I'm in the position of president, I don't want to say what I'm thinking. You know, I just if I if I answer that question, it'll put me in a very bad negotiating position. Uh, with that being said, Taiwan did take all of our chip business. You know, we used to make our own chips. Now they're made in Taiwan. Ninety percent of the chips advanced are made in semiconductor Taiwan. chips. Ninety percent are, no, are no, made they, in they Taiwan. Have, if they, China they make, goes in there, everything. they'll be able to turn the world on and off. Isn't that right? If China takes Taiwan, they will turn the world off potentially. I mean, potentially. Uh, but remember this, Taiwan took, smart, brilliant, they took our business away. We should have stopped them. We should have taxed them. We should have- You can't tax another country. What do you mean tax them? You can't tax the nation of Taiwan. I think you can tax the companies like that do business with TSMC, but then that just passes the fucking, that generally just passes the extra expense onto the consumer. <clears throat> that kind of stuff actually doesn't work. Up next, <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, uh, liquids and uh, non-liquids. Everybody ready? Liquids and non-liquids. High-level stuff here, everybody. High-level stuff here. Earn that. And, you know, we have more liquid gold and wealth under our feet than any other nation. We have more liquid gold, oil and gas, more liquid gold. Well, I just met non-liquid gold. You know where it was? Iowa. It's called corn. They have, it's non-liquid. That's my day. You have more non-liquid gold. They said, what is that? I said, corn. They said, we love that idea. You know, that's a pretty cool thought, isn't it? That's a nickname in its own way, but we came up with a new word for a new couple of words for corn. I mean, if that guy was, if this guy wasn't a monster, he'd be, he'd be a lot funnier. <laughs> Some of the stuff he says is just fucking, just, just fucking free associating and shit. Like, you know, like hippies used to be into like free associating. Turns out free association is bad. <clears throat> up next, we got Nikki Haley, who apparently is still running for president. Um, not going to uh, really comment on any of the uh, court cases uh, that uh, the former president has faced. You're the only woman in this race. How do you feel about your party's front runner being held liable for sexual abuse? I mean, first of all, I haven't paid attention to his, his cases, and I'm not a lawyer. All I know is that he's innocent until proven guilty. And when but the, the one case he was found criminally liable. He's proven guilty and he's sitting in a courtroom. That's exactly what I'm Civilly liable. About investigations on Trump and Biden. But a lot and of people, forgive me, but a lot of people uh, in the Republican Party blow it all off and say, 
that it's all a witch hunt and which is because what I he think says. some of the some of the cases this have case been in political. Particular? This one I haven't looked at, but look, if he's found guilty, then he'll he needs to pay the price. He needs to do what he's supposed to. Every one of these cases, they need to be heard out. He needs to defend himself. If he is found guilty, he's going to pay the price. If he's not found guilty, then we move forward. What I will tell you is. I'm focused on the economy, the border, and education, and getting our country back on track. If he's sitting in a courtroom, that goes back to what I'm saying. We can't continue to be distracted. We can't continue to be in chaos. We have a country to save. Yeah. <laughs> She's trying so hard to do both things. To say I'm the better candidate because I'm not a crook, but also the other guy's not a crook. Like, she's afraid. They're all afraid. They're just all afraid. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they should be. I don't know. Who fucking knows? Maybe they're right to be afraid. Maybe this is a healthy fear of, of Trump and his movement. And the, the, if they buck too hard, they'll lose any and all support that they that they have. That's uh, possible, but like, I don't know. Like Sometimes you got to give it a go, man. Sometimes you got to give it a try. Anyway, up next is the current Speaker of the House talking about his uh, relationship with the former president. He's going to have the opportunity to do that. How often do you speak to him? Uh, pretty frequently now, you know, every, I don't know, few days or so. Um, uh, he is very busy right now, of course, with the, just finished up the Iowa caucus in New Hampshire. I think he's going to uh, finish well. And I think on the Republican side, this nomination will be, uh, will be completed and locked up here pretty soon. I mean, does he give you advice on, on leading this fractious House Republican party as it is right now? No, we, we talk about policy. We talk about uh, a lot of things that are pending for the country. The, his Trump's all, isn't my daughter at 10? campaign like, yeah, your that are going on. Uh, I, I share with him uh, things that I hear from uh, the grassroots and having been on the ground, I've traveled to I think 15 states now in the last 10 weeks going to my colleagues' districts and hearing from the people. And they're very... They don't talk about policy. I don't even know if the guy talks to Trump. He might just be lying. I don't think Donald Trump wants to talk to that guy. I don't know though. Who knows for sure? Up next... <clears throat> We got uh, one, of, one of the Trump kids and the least, honestly, the least cool and most annoying of the, the Trump uh, offspring. This is Eric. My dad is the president and now he's guided by God. Shout out to Right Wing Watch. I think he's created the greatest political movement in history. And I really do believe yeah. that um, someone something is looking down and guiding him every single day because there's no way in the world he could have been where he is today without the intervention um of god and um amen i i i feel it i know it um hillary clinton raised 1.5 billion my father who knew nothing about politics in 2016 raised 300 million um and somehow he he's won, a businessman he won the white house against impossible mm -hmm. odds and I really do believe that there was divine intervention there. I think somebody was guiding him and um, uh, he's a remarkable father. He did a remarkable job for the United States of America. And I, I truly pray to the Lord that he wins again. He, he sorts out this country because we are in, in dangerous times and it's, it's scary. As well, that was stupid. It was a slow news week though, everybody. Either, either it was a slow news week or I just wasn't paying attention to the news because my mind was fucking elsewhere i think it could just be that my mind was fucking elsewhere anyway up next we have uh here's an exchange on the house floor that's pretty interesting every once in a while they'll have somebody come in to talk to them about something and the person that comes in to talk to them um just kind of isn't there for the bullshit and uh, this seems to be the case here this is representative luna i, I don't know her first name and i don't care um she's going to be uh questioning some uh, guests in the House of Representatives, and one of them uh, laughs at her, and um, it's good. That Mr. Breer had made, you talk about intentional trauma, and that the Trump administration caused intentional trauma by separating these children from their quote-unquote parents. The fact is, is that one, you we don't know if these people are really, why are you laughing? Mr. Breer, why are you laughing? Because you said, quote unquote, parents, as if they weren't really their parents. You have no idea. Not only have you not been to I the border, do have I'm, an I'm not idea. Uh, hold on, I I'm do not have done. A, I've I'm not done. You have no idea if these people okay. are their intentional parents or not. Oh, oh or intentional parents or not. Well, what if the kid was a happy accident? Idea. That's exactly we do. why we, we do, do. families. Really? Are you psychic? No. Have you we won do. the lotto, Mr. Beer? 
I don't no. think you have. Read the office I'm not, of no, I replay General my time. On family you have separation. no idea what you're doing, and you are hurting yeah. these children. The reason why we want family separation until we can confirm if they you are the actual biological parents is because these kids are being trafficked. A- and as a absolutely, father, that I do. Excuse me, I'm a mother. You. We can go back. Oh, to this court. is I'm pilled. Gonna... She's pilled to the gills. To you because what you did was destructive. Now, going back to what I just showed you right there, you have no idea if that person or that individual is that parent. Miss. That's pilled. This is fucking, this is like fucking sound of freedom shit here where she's like, well, it's probably, probably just trafficking them. Everything's trafficking. It's fucking QAnon is gone as the, um, a popular thing that we were once observing, but it is spread its ooze out over a large, a non insignificant part of our politics. Up next. And we're kind of, Powering through this docket. That's okay. We'll probably be here late during the post game watching some dumb shit. Um, this is Jesse Waters on Fox News, and uh, this country can't have an election where one side is demonized. Test cable news hosts mm-hmm. making broad sweeping generalizations oh, yeah. about demographic <laughs> groups. She does not speak for white America. <laughs> Pete Hegseth speaks for white America. The guy's been in every suburban diner in this country, and I don't think she's ever been to a suburban diner. Has she been to Iowa? Joy Reid's at her desk in Manhattan every day of the week. The only time she sees a MAGA Republican is probably when she walks into NBC News headquarters and passes the security guard. This con- What the fuck is this guy talking about? <clears throat> Does he assume that security guards and fucking... Manhattan or Trump voter like country cannot have an election where one side is demonized and you don't say how I've improved your life. And Joe Biden, he kind of has to demonize because if you look at the metrics, he has not improved anyone's life. And if you want to see how the demonization is going, Trump is now more popular post Jan 6th than before Jan 6th, because wow. they overplayed their hand. They uh, overdid the souffle. What the fuck is Piers Morgan doing there? Play. Nobody Play. wants a fluffy souffle. Yes, that's a euphemism. Okay, <laughs> up next, a woke congressman trying to troll Republicans with a plan to topple the Statue of Liberty. What the fuck was... I'd, whatever. whatever. Fuck Piers Morgan, too. My God. All right, up next, we got the uh, co-founder of uh, Moms for Liberty, or as we may call them, Clan Karenhood, um, went on the Joy Reid show, and... Um, I'm not always the biggest fan of MSNBC. Joy Reid, okay most of the time. Uh, but my understanding is this clip, clip is pretty good, actually. You have not answered yet why a liberal parent or an African-American parent. We have parents my, who are Democrats no, no, no. who are members One of moment, our organization. But you're still trying to make decisions for all the kids. Here are some of the parents that are filing, uh, or some of the, the, the your advocates. Mm-hmm. Bridget Ziegler. The Moms for Liberty co-founder, the wife of the recently ousted Florida Republican Party chairman, Christian Ziegler, who allegedly was involved in threesomes, same-sex threesomes. Um, Mrs. Ziegler was, a, was removed from the school board at which she was a leader. Um, you've had she wasn't Lauren, removed from the school board. Okay, you have Lauren DePaul. Oh, the, the Klan Karen Hood lady is right. She wasn't removed. The, the board was unable to remove her. They were only able to basically do what we would call like a vote of no confidence. Hello? Um, she was making book ban requests in Alachua County, but then records show that she and her husband didn't live there. They'd sold their home in that county. Carrie Blair in Tennessee, who was um, arrested for property theft charges after allegedly stealing from Target, skip scanning in Target. Why should those three people get to make decisions about what other children should be able to read? Other ch- parents' children should be able to read. Do you know that I served as a school board member from 2016 to Are you going to answer my question? Yeah, I'm because going to. Because we don't to. have an endless time. Joy, I'm going to answer answer your question, but I need you to understand that when I was an elected representative, I would sit on that dais. Mm-hmm. And how dare I, sitting there as an elected representative, judge a parent when they would come to the podium to speak and advocate for their child? Because as we started this conversation, mm-hmm. we'll end it. Every parent has a fundamental and right so to direct parent, the upbringing of so children. And sure I would not stand in judgment about a parent's if education a parent, level, one moment, one their moment, sexual one orientation, if a parent, their race, their if religion. A parent, that is not what America is about. I'm going to answer. Mrs. I'm going to ask my question, yes, Ms. Ma'am. Justice. Mrs. Justice. That's Thank fine. you. If a parent believes that their child should be able to read Ruby Bridges, 
Uh, we child. believe that parents, okay. that children should be able to read. Then how can Moms for Liberty hero. insist that the school board take that book away and then say that a parent who wants the child to be able to read it must purchase it? That's essentially putting a tax on parents who want their children to read the book. Your kids get to have books for free that you agree with, but children who want to read, or parents who want their children to read books you don't like, have to purchase it. That doesn't sound Joy, fair. did you know that in the... Oh man. Okay. So the prop. The, the I wish Joy wouldn't have gotten it wrong about the uh, <clears throat> the the clan Karen Hood lady. Uh, in I believe it was Sarasota. Was it Sarasota? Where um she wasn't removed, but that the board <clears throat> had um voted basically no confidence that they voted essentially like symbolically to have her step down. Uh, we watched that uh, on uh, Tuesday night during a public comment, and it was a mess. It was a fucking mess. I mean, other than that, she seemed pretty right on, but I just wish she would have gotten that right. I wish she would have gotten that right. Anyway, up next. Man, we're already into our palate cleanser section at uh, 41 minutes into the show. We're going to, it's going to be a, it's going to be a slow show. There's going to be a short uh, podcast show this evening, I think. Plenty of stuff for Red Light, though. Anyway, this kid is fucking awesome. Check this kid out. of reading. I personally read every day. And absolutely love the adventure of reading. I will stand before you and speak with confidence and not be afraid. Reading every day has made me smarter. Reading has also strengthened my vocabulary and language skills, allowing me to pronounce new and big words without even thinking about it. Reading has incredibly enriched my long-term memory. Damn, that kid's dope. He's like, I learn new words without even thinking about it. That's my superpower, because I read. Fuck yeah. Get him, kid. Get him. That kid's got a bright future. Up next, we have a bit of failed vandalism. I don't like showing a lot of vandalism, but uh, failed attempts at vandalism, that's what I like. Uh, famously, we showed that... Uh, that uh, image where somebody tried to like light a church on fire and uh, instead just lit themselves on fire. Uh, this is not um, quite that intense, but this is still uh, funny as fuck. Check this out. So there's no sound on this secret surveillance footage. I don't know what they're trying. I guess they're trying to vandalize this building. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> so I'm hearing from the chat. Somebody thinks that might be fake. It could very well be staged. I, I don't know. And I, I kind of don't care. Up next, uh, you, you know that saying the devil made me do it. Well, this is sort of the opposite of the devil made me do it here. This guy, um, <clears throat> it was an online pastor and he, uh, was charged in Colorado for a $1.3 million cryptocurrency scan. He released a nine minute video explaining that the Lord told him to sell a cryptocurrency with no clear exit. Um, so that's the opposite of the devil made me do it. Here's a supercut of his uh, explanation of what happened here. Caitlin and I are being charged in a civil charge uh, from the Colorado Securities and Exchange Commission for basically selling millions of dollars worth of cryptocurrency that is deemed worthless by the state. Now, the reason that they're seeing that it's worthless is because there is no exit for people who have bought we launched an exchange, the exchange technology failed, things went downhill, and from that point forward, we've just been, we've just been waiting on the Lord literally for a miracle. So the charges are that Caitlin and I pocketed $1.3 million, and I just want to come out and say that those uh, charges are true. So there's been... <laughs> oh, all right. Way to incriminate yourself on a live video. Good job dollars that's been taken out of i think it was a total of 3.4 million but out of that 1.3 half a million dollars went to the irs and a few hundred thousand dollars went to a home remodel that the lord told us to do so how this whole thing started oh, the rest of it went to a home remodel that the lord told us to do. 
I was talking to God the other day. He said we should set up set up a fake crypto uh, exchange so that we can remodel our house. His wife was like, "Yeah, sure, honey, whatever." Lord told us uh, in 21 to walk away from our marketing company, and he said, "I'm going to do a new thing." And then he took us into this cryptocurrency. It was a different cryptocurrency other than index coin at the time. Well, that cryptocurrency turned out to be a scam. And so the Lord says, give that to them, but also give them a 10X. And I'm like, well, where's this liquidity going to come from? And the Lord says, trust me. Well, as money is coming in, uh, we would be sowing it. And at first it was hundreds of dollars and thousands of dollars, then tens of thousands of dollars. Money would come in, we tithe, we sow, more money would come in. And so we were just always under the impression that God was going to provide, that the source was never ending, that God was doing a new... <laughs> Friend, God wasn't providing. Uh, people gave you money and then they got nothing in return for it. Uh, they were providing for you. But um, the thing here is that I think you were telling these people that they were making an investment and they didn't know that they were investing in um, marble countertops for your kitchen, <laughs> maybe in addition to your house possibly a pool new thing and that we had nothing to worry about <clears throat> god giveth and the courts taketh away sold a cryptocurrency with no clear exit we did we took god at his word and sold a cryptocurrency with no clear exit and so the prosecutors have to take that and say these people willingly sold a cryptocurrency with no clear exit yes but we're well you but you just said that that's what you did like twice now they don't have to say anything I don't even, fool, you better, you better make a deal. Fool, you better make a fucking deal, all right? And what we're believing for still is that God is going to do a miracle. God is going to work a miracle in the financial sector. Fool, that, that, listen, I don't even know if that guy has wiggle room for a deal now. You can't make a deal if you don't even fucking leverage. No deal, man. No leverage. You just fucking confessed like three times to the like you're like, ah, oh, there was no exit plan. Ah, oh, there was no exit plan. Ah, oh, God told me to do it. See, again, it's the opposite of that, you know, that I didn't want to, but the devil made me do it. Up next, we got Lance Wallenu. He hasn't been on our docket in quite some time. And he is going to say that um we've gotten better than we deserve from God via one Mr. Donald Trump. God frequently gives America better leadership than we deserve. His mercy is on us. In other words, I'm fed up with the pontificating, sanctimonious, evangelical Christian leaders. Like you? Who are constantly harping at Trump and upset and obsessed about the idolatry of people that love Trump. Like what? Like they're jealous that he's liked more than they are? I think that's what's bothering them. And the reality is God is giving us leadership better than we deserve. So if you think Trump is, oh, he doesn't have our values, doesn't represent what I can vote for, listen up, buttercup. Listen up, buttercup. God's giving you better than you deserve. The country doesn't deserve. This guy drunk? Trump. I mean, I would respect it a little bit more if he was wasted when he did that, right? That's Lance Wallenew, everybody. <clears throat> There's a reason we don't put him on the docket very often. It's because he fucking sucks. So, um, this week in schadenfreude, we don't usually like to um, delight in other people's despair. But most people aren't Pastor Greg Locke. So, we will make an exception this week. I want to let you guys know that uh, the tent has withstood uh, a grave amount of damage. We have, but with all of the snow accumulation and the wind... Uh, and more snow to come, the tent is just not able to handle the weight of it. This is inside the tent, which means there is a giant, see all that snow coming in there? A giant amount of snow that is on top of the tent. And so what happened is the walls over here have buckled at a complete like 45 degree angle. And then all of our framing uh, is being bent from the inside and then it's as you can see the whole tent is just beginning to implode. yeah if it's starting to buckle i mean i listen safety first i don't want i don't like greg Locke, but i don't want the fucking thing collapsing on him maybe he should do this report from outside of the tent 
seeing as I believe he probably thinks God was supposed to protect his tent. Well, that wasn't God's will. So uh, just be careful. Be careful. Don't fuck around and find out with God and snow and all that shit, man. The integrity of the structure is is uh, worthless. Insurance pretty much, you know, will cover damages of equipment that we lose, but it's not going to do anything with the tent. And we're we we're probably just to get fixed. Uh, everything that I'm looking at right now is going to be an astronomical amount of money. I mean, he has the money. $150,000. Pray for the haters that are going to rejoice uh, over this mild setback. I'm not. I mean, I don't really rejoice, but I think it's funny. You know, maybe it's a sign from God, friend. Maybe it's a sign from God. I'm glad nobody got hurt. I'm glad that didn't happen while that tent was full of people. You know, I guess that's like, that's what I'll say. I'm glad that didn't happen to any of the witches in his congregation or whatever. Up next, I don't even know who Reverend Bill Cook is, nor do I know who Alex Newman from Liberty Sentinel is. <clears throat> but those involved in election fraud will be struck down by God. Again, shout out to Right Wing Watch. We could not do this podcast without Right Wing Watch. One of the things we're going to be doing going forward, Alex, is we're going to be combating election fraud in all the swing states. We're not going to just sit around and say that the election was stolen and there's really nothing we can do because the other side kind of controls all the levers of power. We're going to, we're going to call for fasting and prayer for our elections. We're going to call for uh, sentinels, liberty sentinels, to stand up and contend with wickedness in our electoral process. And we're going to, we're going to warn, you know, you, you, you know, you read about what happened to Ananias and Sapphira in Acts chapter five, when they lied to the Holy spirit, they were both struck dead by God in the instant. And we're going to bring that story to bear on everyone who's involved in election fraud. We're going to be saying to them, beware when you do this, because you might just find yourself standing before anybody else falling asleep a lot sooner than you thought. And it's not going to be a happy time. Well, oh, no happy day. So um, nothing would cure election fraud like a couple of people dropping dead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. You're just going to fucking spontaneously die from election fraud. Like, sorry, we can't really. Sorry, ma'am, we can't. We can't help your. We can't help your husband. He's um. He's dead from election fraud. Up next, we got a little bit of a longer clip, uh, which is good because this show's turning out to be pretty short here. Um, this is the Florida Attorney General who is a fucking pilled to the gills on the uh, Tucker Carlson show. Very few public health officials in this country seem very interested in public health, in case you haven't noticed. The Surgeon General of Florida, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, is an exception to that. He is interested in the health of the people of his state. And because he is, he's taken a close look at what's in the COVID vax, the one that everyone in the country was required to take not so long ago. And he's come up short. He can't answer some basic questions about it. And that's a concern if we're doing science, which he is. And so he has now called on doctors to immediately stop giving the mRNA COVID vax to their patients. And for a very interesting reason that you should know about, here's his statement, and we're quoting. I'm calling for a halt to the use of mRNA COVID-19 vaccines. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have always played it fast and loose with COVID-19 vaccine safety, but their failure to test for DNA integration with the human genome, what the fuck? as their own guidelines dictate, when the vaccines are known to be contaminated with foreign DNA is intolerable. Think about that. It's why I am thinking about that. I, I'm thinking that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. If it tampers with your DNA in some way, now we have a real problem considering a billion people got it. Yeah, modifies your so DNA is like, this is the, like the craziest bit shoot channel kind of stuff. That's shit that I see in like fucking Russell J. Gould's telegram. It's an interview about the MRA vaccines. The Surgeon General of Florida described them this way. These vaccines have DNA in them. Everyone knows what DNA is. They're contaminated with DNA, and that's not necessarily a big deal. I mean, an apple has DNA in it. But it's a problem with these vaccines because the DNA hangs on with the mRNA and goes into people's cells. 
So this is a completely different risk analysis than other products that have had DNA. These vaccines are honestly, just cooking. They're the antichrist of all products. The antichrist of all products. The Surgeon General of Florida. Well, that sure makes me want to take him seriously. Means, Doctor, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I remember at the beginning of the Vax man. Uh, we can't hear his audio. There were people on the fringes, as we say, who raised questions about the the potential of this drug, this brand new, this novel vaccine, uh, which wasn't really a vaccine, to affect people's DNA. And they were immediately described as crazy. Tell us your concerns, if you wouldn't mind fleshing out a little bit what we saw in that clip. You know, it's, it's so interesting to hear you say that, Tucker, because I had the same impression when people very early on were citing concerns about DNA, I think that really what was happening is that their intuition was informing them about a potential problem with these vaccines. And, you know, you showed that clip there. This one is, is sometimes I honestly I feel quite guilty dragging people through the scientific details, but I try and do it at a level that hopefully won't bore people to death or be too painful because it is a very important issue. And it's not a complicated issue. And it's, it's pretty complicated, actually. Recognize the difference between the honest facts, which is what I'm sharing, and the spin and dodge and look over here that you hear Dr. Califf at the FDA and other, you know, Dr. Offit, other people sharing. So it's actually very simple. We all know what DNA is. You know, it, this is this is. Our well, I mean, on some to some extent, people have a general idea what DNA is, but people don't really have a deep understanding of DNA. We're a gift from God. And oh, oh, it's a gift from God. Okay, well, never mind. I stand corrected. I think it's just my lack of faith that makes it so that I don't have a deep understanding of DNA. Now, I, now, now it all makes it starting to. The picture is becoming a bit more clear here. This DNA can be affected and that can be obviously a very bad thing sometimes it's affected in a way that makes people sick sometimes it can even be affected in a way that leads people to pass on characteristics to their to their offspring what in this particular case with the mrna vaccines they have dna in them like you know like many other vaccines or other biologic type of medications and that as I've said previously, is not such a big deal because fortunately DNA is not some big hairy monster that can you know, live forever when it's foreign in people's bodies. Our bodies have lots of mechanisms to break them down. But the problem here is that you know, the, for the same reason that scientists won a Nobel Prize, this DNA isn't like other DNA in terms of having a very hard time penetrating into cells. Wait, what? This I, what the fuck is he talking about? With mRNA in that lipid nanoparticle that people... So this is... Um, <clears throat> we talk about this a lot on uh, Conspiracy Bingo. This is designed not for a scientifically literate audience or an audience that understands RNA, mRNA, or DNA. This is for a lay audience. It's for a lay audience that already believes the vaccine is bad. This guy's just putting academic window dressing uh, over what we would only probably describe as vibes. Here and frankly, probably roll their eyes out, their eyes over. It hangs on with it and it comes into the cells almost certainly hitchhiking along with the mRNA. So whereas in the past, DNA would have a very hard time even entering cells. Here, the DNA is getting delivered into cells with the lipid nanoparticles. And that's a problem. And that's a problem because each dose of mRNA COVID-19 vaccine probably contains, it's been estimated, between billions and hundreds of billions of fragments of DNA. So this is a completely different risk analysis. That is obvious. You don't need a PhD to be able to figure that out. And the FDA's own guidance about contaminating DNA, published guidance, their words, never referred to by them, by the way, in their counter arguments, but their words are that there are situations when you need to confirm that DNA that is a contaminant or foreign DNA is not integrating into human DNA, into the human genome. And there are specific tests, sequencing tests to do this, to make sure it's done. 
And what we did is we asked the FDA, well, have you done this? You've acknowledged this risk, have you done this? And they came back with about 10,000 words talking about everything from- I think it was too long. Time the sun sets in China to, you know, their, their third cousin's, uh, you know, bar mitzvah. What? And nothing about the specific question we asked, along with other questions, by the way, but nothing about that, which leads me to conclude they haven't done it, which is, I mean, you know, it, it starts at crazy, but it ends at somewhere else. That someone could be just so, just so nonchalant and frankly, willy nilly with something as precious and as, you know, as sacred as our human DNA. So that's a, that's a summary. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, he was not talking to like a, a scientifically literate audience. It was for a lay audience, and it was like to give them like um, sciencey sounding words that confirm the biases and the, the beliefs that they already have. Um, that's the opposite of good science communication. Good science communication will break down complicated uh, issues in a way that people can understand, but it tends to uh, be fact based. And anyway, we got one more, and then we're going into red light. Real short uh, podcast episode, I suppose, but that's okay. We'll just uh, we'll just stay in red light uh, longer tonight. That's the fun part of the fucking show, anyway. I only do this part of the show because it makes me seem credible, and I have something to put on Spotify. Um, <laughs> here's Charlie Kirk talking about breeding. This won't be weird at all. We're just gonna outbreed these people. Yeah. We are. I mean, we're just gonna out. We're gonna have more babies, and 20 years from now, they're gonna say, "Why is the country so right wing?" Well, you were too busy having abortions and having gay sex, and we got married. What the fuck? We will repopulate the species. Yeah. B- by the way, b- I'm b- not kidding. B- by b- the way, by the way, you can be left, right, center, logical, emotional. Oh, it's that this guy. I fucking hate this guy. I fucking hate this guy. The valuetainment guy. logical argument you just gave oh, statistically that cannot be argued because it's proven. It's going to take two Give decades. us some time, everybody. That's Buy right. us some time. Buy the yeah. Constitution some time. The key, best. though, we got to have more of a level of kids. Well, yes, we got to get our testosterone rates high. Young ladies got to get married, and we have to have the babies. And by the way... <laughs> the, 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 yeah, but the, the problem is that you're men. You're young men, and you're just your men are actually like uh, uh, not very popular in the, um, the the dating scene. The problem is your men. Nobody wants to fuck them. I don't know what to tell you, Charlie. The Bet David family, you guys are doing your part. Having children is not a left wing value. The truth of the matter is this: is that if left wing people keep on not having kids, whether it be by abortion or you know being in homosexual relationships, how exactly they think this thing is going to work? Um. Well. All liberals could stop having kids, and the conservative the kids that conservatives have, well, a lot of them would be liberal. Um, that's just how this works. You don't like inherit your politics the way these people think that, for example, you would inherit like IQ, which you don't inherit IQ, but you don't inherit it like you might inherit eye color either. Like it, this isn't that's not how this works. We don't really know how it works. We don't really know. Are you, you know, what kind of predispositions you're going to have based on who your parents are? Anyway, that's the podcast. That was a pretty short uh, podcast this week. Uh, everybody on Spotify, you might want to watch the show live on uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Media. Also, simulcasting to other places that don't matter. Um, if you don't want to do that, you're like, I don't want to watch this shit live, but you do want the rest of the show, you go to eplex.store or patreon.com slash Echoplex. Sign up $5 a month or more, and that gets the full show of audio and video gets zapped to your email the very next day after we record. Let's be honest. I mean the afternoon. <laughs> I don't have to do shit in the morning. Uh, this has been the show. Uh, thanks everybody for hanging out. You might tell I'm a little worn out. I should have actually taken last night off, but boy, did we have fun last night. Anyway, uh, I'm going to change the contents of my beverage, change the color of the lights in this room, and um, I'm going to go into red light. This song, as always, is Boomers by Periscope. I'll see everybody on the flip side.